Hello everybody, welcome to episode 2. Today we're going to have a very special episode for you. It's the A to Z of racism. We're going to explore it without any uh, individual uh, partisan opinion and hopefully we can really answer a lot of the, the questions that the entire world is struggling with right now. We often hear prospective or, or possible causes of racism, where it comes from, but we even hear less of is the many solutions. There aren't many solutions. As devastating as it is to admit, it is quite true. With the way our primal nature has us programmed, racism is irremovable. At its core, what's understood as racism is actually an ultra-basic primal skill at play in the modern context. So, uh, with the modern context, we get distracted with a lot of our social customs and a lot of social practices that interfere with our primal nature, and this is one of them. So as a result, racism is no longer a way to protect yourself, but rather it's a way to, it's just a discriminatory practice. So the practice of associating prospective or possible danger with physical attributes is a basic self-defense system for all life, right? You know a lion is dangerous because of the way it looks. You, you have adequate evidence that a lion is potentially or prospectively harmful to you. So that warrants you staying away from it. So let's plug in the X's. Right? In the modern context, this progress is not lost. Just because uh, the environment changed. Right? So when you see somebody muscular or strong, you'll notice people will stay either quiet or submissive. Same thing in, in a room with somebody who is powerful. Right, somebody who's arrogant, somebody who's who can do prospective damage or harm. So what happened there, right? You assess the muscular or strong guy for his prospective danger. And his imposing stature let you know that it is possible danger and you acted as prey, right? So this makes a hundred percent sense. You've used appearance as a determiner of danger or safety. You have. There is no way around it. It's unfortunate. We there. There really is not much you can do about this practice. There really. There really is. It's. It's one of the most deep. It's one of the deepest structures that we have. So unfortunately, this works with uh, skin color and demographics and geographics as well. Unfortunately, so I'll explain geographics in a minute. In lower income neighborhoods, disputes are solved physically. Right? Oftentimes per gang, masculinity, lower status creates more aggressive men, as opposed to upscale neighborhoods where disputes are resolved legally and don't pose as much of a physical or primal threat as the lower income neighborhoods do. Right? People of lower income neighborhoods pose physical danger, right? forcing others to assess common identifiable attributes between them, skin color, tattoos, uh, certain indicators, just as when people deem one line dangerous, all other lines become dangerous as well. So by extension, it creates stereotypes and reputations like terrible ones like all black people are dangerous or people with tattoos are gang affiliated or strong people with massive muscles will hurt you. Right. So in a modern context where compassionate is, what ex is what's expected, an appearance or danger association an appearance danger association is fundamentally unwelcomed, right? This practice is deemed racist, right? So we, that, that's, that's really what's happening, right? So for example, if, if the lower income neighborhoods 
had if if the citizens of the lower income neighborhoods that we deem scary or deem as as possible danger one was uh african american one was mexican one was white one was asian right there would be literally no and and everyone was different religion different denominations and there was nothing common between them right there would there is no possible establishable pattern then that ra- then racism wouldn't exist right because there's no appearance uh, it's appearance based uh it's appearance based action right we judge based on a pattern so people from lower income communities have created have have uh given adequate have created avid- adequate evidence for a a harmful or potentially dangerous reputation for themselves and people and it's unfortunate right because that's just the environment right and we'll discuss how to mitigate that but as long as there are lower income neighborhoods or as long as people exercise as long as people uh, exercise a anger or or unfairness or inadequacy or just anything in a physical manner they are now deemed dangerous right and when an entire community does that there is reputation right for people noticing the commonality of people from lower income neighborhoods and judging based on that right so we're left with a predicament how can we work around this primal primal rule right where compassion there's this dissonance right so compassion is expected in all areas of life but you also have to balance your sense of fear of people who might be considered dangerous so how can we work around this primal rule so we don't judge a lion by its appearance? The answer is simple, you can't. The only way to counteract against this practice is again, like we discussed earlier, not having any identifiable characteristic between members of low-income groups, right? If you showed a primal human a lion killing, a rhino killing and a shark killing any prey, it would not know what to, what conclusion to make of the anger. Just those three animals, without you know, without obviously him knowing uh, that there are other dangerous animals and just the structure. If you just showed him, he was just he just the human just spawned and saw those three killings. He would not know what to make, because there is no legitimate pattern of danger, and thus removes the practice of association. Aside from this, there is no other solution. The primal rule is the root of where discrimination comes from. And that's why there really is no way to end racism. A common idea, right, is to institute socialism, to delete inequality and work around this idea. This is, this, a lot of people don't even understand, you know, what what we're just talking about, about the appearance and danger association. But as soon as a lot of people figure it out, I'm sure people, more people would be on board for socialism, which is, you know, of course, not a good thing. A common idea is to institute socialism to delete inadequacy or delete inequality rather right so when so there are no high income and low income groups when there is full equality and we all are part of a community where we all deal with this or we all deal with problems in the same way either legally or physically whatever it is we're all on the same page right so there is no me reacting to you you know, you're part of a different pattern. We're all in the same pattern. We're all in the same, we're, we're pretty much all in the same situation. We're all in the same environment. We're all in the same context. So there's no reason for you to judge, right? So socialism sort of, the the, the idea would be is that it equals out 
everybody to the point where any danger is not attributable to a lower income community or a, it speaks to a larger pattern, but rather just an individual case of violence. This is a real issue, right? This is, this is also a, a very convincing argument to socialize a lot. Um, so as a brief answer, right, money usually ends up in corrupt hands, you know, who abuse the public. So there are no financial systems that work around human flaws and primalistic rules, as mentioned earlier. Right. So in capitalism, you, this is what you have. You have a, a fear developed of, of the lower income crowd, whereas in socialism, you also suffer at the hands of, of human nature by, you know, several people at the top eventually uh, growing out and taking and abusing their power and abusing the people. So there really isn't uh, an answer. Socialism, socialism or, or socializing or equalization is, is really not an adequate answer. But, but the story is not over. The story is not over. I was watching an interview with Denzel Washington, right, which is talking about BLM. He said something really interesting. He said, you can't legislate love. It really is true. It is so incredibly true, right? The only way to match the reputation of danger is to create supporting evidence for, let's say, a safe Muslim or a safe uh, african-american right by befriending those who you fear that really is the only option that is the only option people have is that in is that in their life right people collect evidence for certain claims right let's say the claim is that people are people you know some person based on the way they look will attack me because they're part of a part of a a a lower income community whose pattern is to do that right and that creates a fear Right, so you have enough supporting evidence for a scary Muslim, but with the right evidence, with the right, let's say you befriend a Muslim, you begin to create and develop enough evidence where it can weigh things out, where there is equal evidence for a for a race for a a harmful Muslim or a friendly Muslim, right? And after a certain point. After you're really friends with him, and after you really talk, and you really, you know, develop a level of friendship, that fear begins to fizzle out. Believe it or not, it actually fizzles out and actually disintegrates because the scales of evidence have been tipped to the point where the claim cannot be anything other than, oh, he's, you know, he's my friend and he's Muslim. That's the truth. That, that is the truth. There really is no other way. There is one more way which we're going to talk about soon, right? But whether the fear is real or not, right? The fear is there. The racism is there. The 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 fear of of the way somebody looks based on the way they act is there, right? Your senses have provide supporting evidence for a dangerous African American, a dangerous Muslim, but there is no case for a protagonistic minority. It is your job. It is your role. It is your... If you want to individually mitigate racism in a way that actually affects your life, and not just doing it to bend for the social, the social movements, you could actually help. Because there is... By making a case of the protagonistic minority. Right? Because you're presented with enough evidence, of course, for the other side, which is that X and Y people are dangerous. But if you actually befriend 
the, those people who you have evidence against, you can start developing evidence for them. Right? Maybe that's the solution. Right? Think about that in simulation, right? Think of about if everyone did that. Think of the Black Lives Matter movement was that in scale. <clears throat> think of think about if everybody did that. Right? That's powerful. Maybe that's the solution to racism. Maybe maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Maybe the only way to counter the evidence for a for a for a a harmful black man is to create evidence for a protagonistic peaceful black man to the point where one weighs out the other. To the point where one weighs out the other, low income communities begin to begin to to tap into and trust the compassion of other people. That aggressiveness, you know. That's why it works, right? Good, well-moral capitalism really works, right? Where everyone's for themselves and only for themselves, that's bad. Or if everyone's for themselves and for the and exists, you know, for the for the betterment of the community, where the top also give to the bottom, it works. It really does. It really, really works, right? And that's essentially possibly the solution to racism. You can. So it's all about depicting the. The one you fear into somebody who's a friend, into somebody who's not, right? So you need to have individual experience in order to create supporting evidence for the other side, right? So in in Judaism, for instance, if there's a very big idea about how Jewish people are supposed to make a good name for themselves and a good name for God, that's that's also a big problem about being in a group, right? When you're part of a group, right, one bad cop, one bad apple, Right, unless people recognize that one bad apple is not supporting evidence for a larger, more broad picture, the entire group gets screwed. So essentially, the the big idea is to is for everybody. Unfortunately, just the way the reality is and the way our primal structure is, we need to all represent our groups positively. We all need to commit and talk of the and talk of the positivity. And positive supporting evidence for our groups. That could mean race. That can mean for your community. That could mean for the way for your religion, for a political standpoint, etc. Or if people are willing to listen. If you fear a Muslim, the only way to 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 unfear or familiarize yourself is with a Muslim is to actually befriend them. It's not rocket science. There is enough claims for a good, there is enough claim for a bad Muslim. Now create for a good Muslim and now spread that. Right? Black Lives Matter had the opportunity to do this. They had enough, they had enough worldwide influence and attention to actually pulse a, a massive stunt like this off. They actually had it. Right? They actually had it. But the supporting evidence you see for a peaceful movement doesn't exist. Or it does exist, but it is aggressive. Right? Seeing people arrogantly chant on the street like that is is not the way you make a you make a friend by, you know, you you see somebody at the market, you start talking, you develop a friendship, right? You start to see him again, you guys go for coffee, go for lunch, you invite him over, he invites you over, etc. Right? It's a back and forth. That's how friendships are made. That that really is good. The, the movement should be to peacefully legislate freedom, uh, uh, freedom and and friendship, 
That's really what it is. It sounds, look, I get it. It sounds emasculating. It sounds a little bit, you know, hippie, but take my word for it. This, this is real legitimate proof. And, and hopefully that's what it is, right? So what, what do, what do, what do big, big tech companies do? What are the tech um, giants are doing right now? They create a lot of, you know, uh, black content. It's, it's a, to bend for the social for for the social movements of course but b they are trying to they just the, just you watching the movie get you know you you become familiar you see a good you, even even if it's in a movie even if it's not real you still see black people who maybe you once feared now depicted in a positive light right that may open a barrier for you to in real life talk with people right that that is a real real legitimate legitimate cause it is a real effect it is a real answer it is a real legitimate answer i mean the biggest thing you can ask for the the only thing we can really ask for is for these companies to is for these big media companies to to even if it's even if it's a lie even if if let's say in reality let's say let's just say hypothetically every single muslim was in fact a terrorist. Hulu and Netflix releasing pro or or anti-terrorist Muslim content will influence the public. It force feeds evidence that's not real into the claims, which hopefully will spark an ability for you not to not to depict the not to depict those who you fear even more so. Right? So hopefully that made sense. That is the that is my A to Z of racism. I never said it was going to be fully A to Z, it, 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 but this is a full understanding of the the reality of racism. That's what it is. It's not this this crazy you know weird primal you know theory that's you know in the ether like a lot of people talk about. You know it's all the way out there. It's this weird crazy alien theory. It's not alien. It's right here. You just understood it. That this is it. This is actually what it is. There's no other explanation. There's no other there really isn't. This is it. Right? This is it. So be sure to spread the message with your friends. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Stay tuned for another episode of New World Order coming soon. Talk soon.